Welcome into another episode of the CG Business Advisor, brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Thanks so much for tuning in once again. We love each and every one of our listeners. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. If you're subscribed, you get new episodes downloaded directly to your mobile device on the 1st and 15th of every month and we have a slew of great episodes you can go back and listen to and as always for more information on cg tax audit and advisory head to cgteam.com this episode is going to talk about leaders specifically the roles that they play in leadership and in management and how that leads to the overall success of your business Laura Crothers Osborne is going to be our guest, and she's a consultant, coach, author, speaker, and human resource expert. She founded Crothers Consulting in 2010 to support leaders in achieving organizational and strategic clarity. During her 30 years experience in HR, she has successfully guided business leaders and HR executives, providing a clear vision as they face the many challenges associated with growing their company or engaging in mergers or acquisitions. Laura's candid, down-to-earth approach allows her to connect quickly and deeply with people. And over the past 10 years, Crothers Consulting has had extraordinary growth And she now leads a team of over 20 HR and coaching experts serving the small and middle markets. Laura, thanks so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor. Oh, thanks for inviting me, Scott. So let's talk about leadership. Uh, How do you generally define the overall role of a leader or a manager? Yeah, so the way that I look at those two is leaders are people who set the vision, the strategy, and the direction for the firm. And managers have that difficult in-between role where they need to convert that strategy to action for their teams by creating process and plans and holding um, their teams in this stable way so that they can have real clarity about what they need to do day to day. You wouldn't necessarily say one's more important than the other. They're both important roles. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's now convert this to where we are in this world. Uh, There are more hybrid work environments, but, you know, home, office, all that stuff. Uh, What change have you noticed in the types of management skills as it pertains to a hybrid work environment? The types of skills that we've really focused on in the last couple of years are things around their people skills, quite honestly, Scott things like emotional intelligence, empathy skills, and communication has always been important, but I feel like we had a heightened level of importance in really having managers and leaders communicate clearly, effectively, and often. What other skills are needed in this new environment that we exist in? So some of the other things that we needed to to focus on were managers needed to learn how to, that whole performance management cycle. So how do you set really good objectives for people who aren't sitting in front of you anymore? How do you hold them accountable? How do you set deadlines? How do you coach and mentor individuals remotely? How do you um, have those difficult conversations 
with someone again remotely. I think people were more comfortable to do to do those things in person when they could see someone's reaction um, and, and learning how to do those skills via Zoom or hybrid when you had some people in, some people out, how to conduct, how to hold a meeting where you've got some people on the phone and some people in the room. How do you engage everybody in that? I'm sure that's one of the most challenging aspects when you don't know who's listening or who's even in the meeting because people just might log in and then step away from their computer. Right, right. You know, and even even something that simple, Scott, how do you ask people to turn on their cameras mm-hmm. when you have people that say there aren't, they, they prefer not to do that? How do you set that tone up front so that you do know who's involved and you've set that tone, you know, so that the organization can continue to do team building and communicate effectively with one another. It has certainly been an interesting transition for for many in those roles. Uh, What about when companies merge together? How's leadership impacted in that regard? Well, leadership is is obviously critical through a merger. Um, First of all, and foremost, change management. There's lots of change going on either if you're on the buy side or the sell side. There's a huge amount of change. Having people that understand integration skills, good project management skills, the ability to assess talent and understand where you're going in the future and what kind of skills you'll need for this newly combined organization. If you have people that have more growth potential, you know, that they can learn more, the opportunity, the, the leveling up skills, we would say, do they have those skills to be leveled up or are they kind of capped out where they are? Um, and, and during mergers, we find that really the best people leaders are critically important to carry the culture and the people through this change. Because if you go back to that original question, the difference between leaders and managers, managers have to create that stability for people so that they understand what's coming and they're comfortable and they can do their job effectively and efficiently. So during a a merger, that's really a very, very critical role for a manager is to help stabilize the changing organization. You mentioned leveling up. So how could somebody get better in a leadership role? How do you acquire new knowledge and, and improve your skills as a leader? Yeah, it's a journey. Leadership is definitely a journey. So there's lots of ways to do it. One of the things that we find really effective is getting a leader some feedback from all around them. We call this 360 feedback where they get a leader from their boss, from their, they get feedback from their boss, from their peers, from their subordinates, from maybe another department they work closely with like a sales force. And then they take that information in a leadership 360 tool and they learn about some areas that they're highly effective and some areas where maybe they aren't as effective as they want to be. And then they can begin their journey to start developing in those areas. And there's uh, both individual development. They can hire a coach. They can work with a mentor. uh, They can take classes. Or there's collective development where you would do a 360 for a whole leadership team. And then you take a look at where some of the collective gaps are and help them work together to get better there. What about your company culture? How is that affected and impacted by the people that are in their leadership role? So 
personally, I believe that leaders and the people in the leadership role are really defining that culture. So I think it is, you know, it, it impacted with magnitude by the people that are in charge. When we, these 360s I talked about, we also do those to look at leadership culture and the collective impact on the organization. And what we find is it really mirrors, if we do did a 360 tool on leaders and you took a look at their collective results and then you ask the whole organization to do it on the culture of the organization, it's gonna mirror that of the leaders. And one of the things we say is, unfortunately, you're only as good as your weakest link. So if somebody's letting a really weak leader continue because they're technically brilliant, um, it tends to bring the whole culture down. That's interesting. So would you say that um, you can improve your culture by putting in new leadership or you can improve your culture by just having your leaders improve themselves? Either, either, you know, I think it, um, I'm always one who believes that if people get good feedback, so through a 360 or some other tool, and they really understand the impact of their actions on their leadership. So for instance, maybe somebody that's a very type A command and control personality, they realize that the impact of that action on um, their leadership is they don't develop as good of people relationship skills. They tend to have people around them that will comply rather than make decisions because there's usually a little bit of fear. And they realize the impact of that in the organization. Sometimes it gives them the impetus to want to change. And if somebody wants to make a change, they want to get better. I, I believe that anybody can develop and get better if it's something they want to do. There's other cases where people say, well, that, you know, I am who I am. It got me to where I am and they don't want to change. Um, and, and they're right. Sometimes, in fact, those skills did get you to where you are, but at some point having, you know, if we want to use that, stay with that example, that real command and control kind of management style, it doesn't make you the most effective leader. So at some point it actually starts to diminish your effectiveness. Um, and they either need to recognize that and make a change. And if they don't, then, then yeah, maybe, maybe they're better in a different role, not a leadership role. Mm -hmm. No, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, how do, how does Crothers Consulting help current and future leaders with their journey? So we have some 360 tools that we use for, to get people the feedback that they need to understand their effectiveness. And then we have training that we can do individually and collectively. And we also have leadership coaches and our executive coaching is focused strictly on leadership. You know, it's not how to run your business from a day-to-day -day operational perspective. It is how can you be the most effective leader you can be? Mm. I'm lucky enough to have a, a team of highly experienced executive coaches, uh, trainers, and HR professionals that can help. I love it. Uh, where can our listeners go for more information and to get in touch with you as well? So they can go to our website, which is Crothers, just like brothers with a C, hrconsulting.com, or they can reach me at laura at crothershrconsulting.com, 
or our phone number 201-317-0512. That's the branding. That's the branding, uh, Brothers with the C, right? Brothers <laughs> with the C. Brothers like brothers with the C. Yes. Yeah, that was my whole life as I was a kid. People would, you know, is it C-U-R-R? I'm like, nope, brothers like brothers. <laughs> well, we appreciate everything you do um, with Crothers Consulting. And thanks so much for sharing uh, uh, some time with us here on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, Scott. My thanks to Laura Crothers Osborne from Crothers Consulting, and you have all the information there to contact her. Great resource when it comes to not just the HR side of your business, but helping your leaders become better, which will ultimately lead to more success for everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to the CG Business Advisor podcast brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. For more information, you can head to cgteam.com. And as always, a reminder to subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure new episodes are downloaded directly to your mobile device on the 1st and 15th of every month. And we will talk to you next time right here on the CG Business Advisor.